On today's episode, we'll be going over a handful of noteworthy trailers for upcoming releases and making our final Oscar predictions. Let's get started. This is Off the Break Podcast, presented by Silver Screen Insider. Welcome back, everyone, to Off the Break Podcast. Exciting week of just <laughs> me, your host, Cody, and Eric. And me. Yep, Kyle's still on vacation, although I did hear it was supposed to snow the other day in California, in the Hollywood Hills in Malibu. So I'm like, wherever he is, I'm sure he's in snow. <laughs> I can't wait Take to come back. I can't wait for him to come back and be like, did it snow in California? You thought you were going to wear shorts. <laughs> All right, so enough of you know, roasting Kyle when he's not here. <laughs> uh, we watched several trailers. Yeah, there was a, they just kept popping up. I know. Like day after day after day. We left a couple from last week that we were like, okay, we know we're going to talk trailers this week. So yeah, um, we did, we had to talk about the Frozen trailer last week. That was just <laughs> epic. But um, we, but, oh, excuse me, but we uh, wanted to leave um, yesterday and hustle for this week to be in our, yeah. and then all of a sudden all these summer shows yeah. started dropping. So it's like, whoa. Yeah, kind of exciting. Um, well, to get, we thought we would go in order of release. Yeah, sounds sounds good to me. Through the summer, um, we our first one we wanted to talk about was the kid from Lionsgate. This was an interesting one because I had never heard anything about this movie. No. I didn't even know it was a thing. I never even read like a, you know, this actor is in talks to be in a western. But all of a sudden it was announced and now here's a trailer. So it's like, oh, this thing's like already and, almost done. And it's on the release schedule. But yeah. it, it's being released by Lionsgate. It's a film that stars Chris Pratt, Dane DeHaan, and Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke. And some newcomer. I forget yeah. his name. but And a new kid. And the story is roughly that um, the kid and his mother are on the run from his uncle who yeah, is a, his evil, evil an, uncle, played by Chris Pratt. Yeah, it's weird seeing him in this kind of a role. Oh my gosh, I didn't like it. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's not a good guy. And then um, they meet up with Billy the Kid, played by Dane DeHaan. Looking perfect oh, in that role. Oh, he's so good in that. <laughs> and he was probably my favorite part of the trailer. Like that just yeah. fit him so good. He melded into that. And he's being chased by Ethan Hawke's lawman sheriff character. Mm -hmm. and Oof, so many good intersecting rivalries and conflicts yep and you know this is the end of the line for everything billy you, the kid everything you want from a western you know that's it's always refreshing because people always seem to think that you know the western is like dead or whatever but mm -hmm. it's, it, i mean there's always a at least a handful of notable westerns each year right there's um, something they're not the biggest uh -uh. thing but you know they haven't gone anywhere no. and i'm i don't know i'm i didn't know i i didn't know i wanted this but i mean i'm in the mood for a good western I was, I'm in the mood for the movie for Dane DeHaan and that, and Ethan Hawke in that story. Yeah. that the, No, they're going to have such a good buddy road trip dynamic kind oh of thing. Oh yeah. I didn't, well, I mean, he's obviously trying to get him, but. Right. It's but like a I, cat I did thing. not like Chris Pratt. <laughs> First of all, you can't even tell it's Chris Pratt because he has this huge bushy beard, but you can kind of hear his voice a little bit, even yeah. though he's kind of giving this Western drawl voice yeah, but it's still like like he's you missing still teeth. sound a little nice but yeah you look and have been doing such awful things and he's after his nephew to kill him because i think his nephew takes out his dad who's beaten on his mom yeah 
something like some just I don't bleak know the, stuff. Yeah. There's some <laughs> just sad and scary, and he plays a scary dude, and I didn't like it. I like my <laughs> Chris Pratt <laughs> as my Star Lord, the lovable teddy bear that does the right thing. <laughs> I don't need him. I don't need him. Star Lord like, and Emmett from the Lego Movie is now yes. this abusive probably alcoholic monster yeah no thank you well you know he had to he had to take on one of those roles eventually i know but i hope the movie does well though yeah, i mean me like I, i'm just wondering because it came out of nowhere it really did that... it is being released by lionsgate but very limited like 200 prints yeah. like this is not going to be a huge film it's not gonna it's gonna gross well in western states Mm -hmm. where the where the audience still is but it's not gonna be a huge one i can't believe no one's talking about chris pratt as an evil character it's like this is kind of a big thing right he is the bad guy that would be a huge i feel like that would be a huge selling point at least i mean the cast is already stacked i love i love everybody in it but yeah just the idea of america's sweetheart chris pratt just is the sweaty, grimy, bearded, Tear, teeth abusive. missing. Oh, Ugh. yeah. But no yeah. one's talking about that. I just can't believe that. So yeah, I mean, it, yeah, like you said, it's probably not going to be a huge release, but I, I think it looks great. So Me too. I'm excited. I was really excited. This came out of nowhere, and I'm just like, oh, this couldn't come at a better time because we could really use it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> really schedules a little thin for clients, especially in the Western yeah. U.S. And so. This would play very well off oh, the break. I, yeah, for absolutely. Them. I can see that. Um, what was the next one on the schedule? So something completely different. <laughs> it's called Palms. It's released by <laughs> <Yeah>. STX, <laughs> and it's about older ladies in a retirement community who form a cheerleading <laughs> squad. Get back to their girl Diane roots. Keaton is yeah. the is the main woman, and she moves into yeah she moves into the retirement home. Trailer reveals that she's dying. She probably has cancer or something, which mm-hmm. is very sad. But I actually I like the trailer a lot. <laughs> I thought it was very sweet and just it was getting at something that I feel like is very is very real. Right. You know, not a lot of people think about you know, once people get old and kind of get shipped off to these group homes, <laughs> you, you don't do really there? think about what they do. You know, they're uh-huh. still people, they still have their thoughts. So this is just kind of like a know just kind of championing those you know people who are kind of looked over or just forgotten about when i first saw this trailer i was thinking this is becoming a thing this genre of older people yeah like not reliving but just telling stories that pertain to them and their stories about the that point in your life like once you reach this age you right know, there are and some it, universal things and i think it's you know we do live in a world with a, a, a aging population you know of mm-hmm. baby boomers are getting older and there's a lot more of them than there are of millennials yeah out there and so it's it's interesting to see that reflected now in some mm-hmm. of the movies coming out well yeah like, you had mentioned like we had book, book club. club yeah book and club and i mean there's been a couple there's, like there's, older guy buddy movies yeah there was too. a what was it called I know. I Last Vegas, I think, is it had like old Morgan Freeman and Robert mm-hmm. Duvall. You know, it's just kind of ensembles with the right, the older folks, and the all the humor and the stories geared to an older audience that would appreciate. Yeah, it. it's just kind of like, oh man, this is well. Once you reach this age, you know, <laughs> which is it's kind of sad, but it's right. it's nice that you know, it's heartwarming. It's very it's very real. And the trailer wasn't. 
it, it struck a good balance between being like, oh, silly old people trying to be cheerleaders, mm-hmm. but also just like, yeah, they're just trying to come together and find a new group of friends so that they're not <laughs> just alone waiting out the rest of their lives. Although in that trailer, you don't know about that one wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one of the old ladies may or may not have murdered her husband so that to she get can on the- <laughs> join the cheerleader squad. Yeah. She probably didn't. She probably but. didn't. It probably was just a coincidence, <laughs> but it was really funny that yeah, they it was, handed it was a that. funny little editing move. Yeah, so the trailer was delightful. And I, you know, I'm not anywhere close to that age. <laughs> and I'd like to say neither are my parents if they're listening. <laughs> not there yet. Um, but I find that I can still relate yeah. to that because it's still a universal idea of, you know, trying to make friends, trying yeah. to be a part of a group, trying to. The same the same desires are there. Youth. It's just how you go about it changes with age. Yeah. You know, so I think it'll. I, I hope it does well, like it'll you said. It'll probably do like book club well, where there it's yeah. like a niche. It'll probably do well in its intended uh, right. audience, target yep. audience. Yeah, I don't know how much crossover it'll have. It just comes out at, at a difficult time too. Like yeah, when is this May, release? May tenth. May tenth. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's. Well, it's not quite summer yet, and it you know. Yeah. You've got Avengers. Yeah, you still got Avengers. Screen. Is going to be going strong. So. We'll have to see, but I, I think Pikachu. it definitely was is really cute and definitely counter programming and yeah, you know, we'll do really good matinee business. <laughs> <laughs> that five o'clock honey, early take, bird, honey. Why don't you ever take me on a on date night anymore? Okay, fine. Because we don't stay up at night anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take you to a late late night showing at four p.m. Yeah, <laughs> we do day dates now. <laughs> uh, then, uh, then the next one we watch also comes out that weekend of May 10th, and that's The Hustle. Oh, yeah. That was pretty funny. Which trailer. I think is a female remake of Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Right? It's kind of... That's, it's, is that were they it, hinting at that I at the end were, of the trailer? Yeah. They're like, these two are going to give those dirty, rotten men a run for their money. Yeah. Yeah. I, didn't, I actually didn't put that together. So um, it stars Rebel Wilson and... Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway. And they're two con women. Mm-hmm. And Anne Hathaway is like the beautiful, proper British, yeah, you know, very uh, pompous. Yeah, goes after rich men just for trinkets and yeah. goods. <laughs> and then Rebel Wilson's kind of your up and comer, like low level con <laughs> yeah. woman. And they it's a team little up. more, a little more uh, down in dumps. Yeah, like small scale. <laughs> yeah, and they team up, and Anne Hathaway is teaching her the ropes to do big cons. And it, that also apparently involve throwing knives. Yeah, and well, they like, got to be ready for anything. <laughs> yeah, true. They said it in the trailer. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I thought it looked good. I feel like um, from what we saw, they seem to have a really good chemistry. They do. They have a good, a good dynamic. And like you had mentioned earlier, Rebel Wilson, she's very funny. She, uh, you know, mm-hmm. I, I think she's funny, but she's so much better when she has somebody to play off of. Right. Or a more, you know, just a more straight, normal kind of person. Yeah. I think um, Melissa McCarthy was always best that way too. Yeah. Like her best movies were when she played off a more straight, still funny person. Well, like The Heat. Yeah. That's, that's kind of what this movie was reminding me mm-hmm. of. You know, I think that was Sandra Bullock. It was. And Melissa McCarthy. Um, I didn't see it, but people seem to really like oh, their chemistry. It was and, so funny. You know, she was, Sandra Bullock was kind of the more business, no nonsense. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, so I feel like that, that's, the, that's a dynamic that works. Yeah. But then when you add in like the, the unique kind of qualities of Rebel Wilson and Anne Hathaway, you know, I feel like people will really like watching the, the two of them. Yeah. And I, I like seeing good comedies. Like 
I hope comedies make a comeback because I love yeah. them and enjoy them. And we just haven't had. Yeah, great I want ones. more than like maybe one really good comedy a year. Yeah. Because <laughs> most of them are just kind of like, meh. I felt fine. like last year there should have been they should have been better than they were. Yeah. Like oh, I was very disappointed with a lot of the comedies that turned around with Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah. Though, and and to its credit, isn't it romantic? Was pretty cute and funny. Like I just it could have been a will little you, bit. Will you remember it at the end by the end of the year? <laughs> yes, <laughs> but only because I kind of have a dirty sense of humor, and <laughs> I really liked the parts where she was talking about taking a peek. <laughs> Okay. I've, I've carried that joke with me already into my real life and i can't look at a server in a restaurant that's like would you like pepper again <laughs> without thinking of that movie i'm sure that joke was very funny <laughs> i have no idea of the context <laughs> but she's talking about because they can't have sex it's pg-13 so oh, it, they can't show it right well whenever she tries to go have sex with um liam hemsworth character mm-hmm. she just wakes up and she's in yeah the that bed part was in the, in the morning, trailer i remember that right and she's like i just i woke up to the next day we didn't do anything <laughs> and so this this thing because it's pg-13 she doesn't actually sleep with him but she's like i took a peek and she's telling her gay best friend <laughs> about it and she's like you know She's like, it was like a, a pepper grinder. And he's like, whoa, wait, is it the kind at home or is it the kind the waiter brings you at dinner? And she's like, the kind the waiter brings you at dinner. Oh my God. So, I've, I've never, I can't look at it. With, Do you like some I, fresh pepper? I went, went out to lunch with my mother and my aunt and my cousin the other day. And of course... We got the fresh pepper and my aunt's like, yeah. And I just couldn't <laughs> be like, settle down, lady. Settle down. <laughs> my favorite. Yeah. Oh, man. So I will remember that movie now okay. forever. But... but yes, Rebel Wilson. She's very funny. It's good to see her having a, you know, a, a straighter, more bit more. Yeah. You know. And this is going to be released of... by Annapurna. Yeah. I thought that was interesting. Which isn't the upscale stuff they were kind of yeah. known for. But I wonder <laughs> That's if That's why this... it threw me off. I was like, I thought it was Universal or something. But... Yeah, I wonder if this is the MGM influence there. Could be. Maybe. But I like to see it. I hope it does well. Next up. Um, Aladdin. Oh, Disney's yeah. <laughs> live action remake of Aladdin coming out on May 24th. Pretty sure most people are familiar with the story of Aladdin. Yes, it is. I looks haven't... like the exact same story of yeah. the boy who found the lamp. Gets a genie. Tra- tried to win the princess's heart. And then there's an evil guy named Jafar. Yeah, with a parrot named Iago. And a flying carpet. Mm-hmm. And a tiger. I can't Doesn't remember. Jasmine have a tiger? Yeah, but I can't remember the tiger's name. I was gonna say a name, but then I was like, no, that's from the Jungle Book. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I can't remember the tiger's name, but. Um. And yeah, then, so this trailer, I guess, technically was a, a special look, is right. what they referred to it as on their official YouTube Yeah, clip. because it was the exact same length as the sneak peek, you know, the teaser, and it had the exact same music as the teaser and the exact same beginning, but then at the very end where instead of doing the like weird A move in around to start Aladdin words. Oh yeah. yeah and then yeah. him at the end with like grabbing the lamp, the lamp Indiana Jones style. Yeah. They showed some actual more scenes and it yeah, ends I mean, with the genie. Yeah. Biggest takeaway from this thing. It's basically the same trailer except you get a, <laughs> yeah. get a nice up close look at that Will Smith genie. Yeah. That the internet totally loved. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I was 
I, I don't want to put Disney down. I don't want to put this down, but I was put off by that genie. Yeah. I feel like most people were. And yes, there's the obvious argument like, well, they made him blue. What do you expect the live action genie to look like? It's like, yeah, fair enough. But I don't know. Like right. it's probably early stage CG or something, but it was he just looked off putting. Kind of, he looked puffy and he looked like his facial proportions was all off like his like they they mapped his eyes nose and mouth onto just a blank blue mannequin head yeah just kind of like shifting around i don't know it it was was... weird because he doesn't have legs so his like core was shifting yeah like the whole movement was weird everything about this movie leading up to it just makes me kind of nervous for it yeah because it's it's already just so easy to make fun of it and if the movie itself isn't really, really good yeah. to make up for that, it's just going to exacerbate that. And it'll what, be kind of a laughing stock. Was that supposed to be Jafar in I the think, trailer? Yeah, Jafar's supposed to be like some young, handsome guy now. But I didn't like his voice. Jafar, for me, has this really deep yeah. old man voice. And no, that guy was like young and his voice it's was okay kind of have like the absolute stereotypical mustache twirling you know bad guy for some things jafar is absolutely that kind of character Mm -hmm. he does twirl his mustache he worked worked perfectly in the original latin but you know this is just one of those changes where it's i just don't really see why yeah you know so i if that's supposed to be jafar i didn't like it because i was like you don't sound like jafar And I'm not getting I'm not getting Gilbert Godfrey as Yago, so that's a disappointment. Will they, Smith is Yago going to talk in this one? I don't know. I hope not. If it's not if it's not Godfrey, I don't want it. I don't want to hear it. I don't either. <laughs> Hopefully, the flying carpet's I cute. I just don't know if every animated movie can really go live action. No, I like don't. Maybe? I think this is, you know, people are already kind of like annoyed at the fact that uh-huh. you know all Disney has to do is just literally remake the same movies, but. You know, up until now, they have, they were at least okay. Yeah. You know, some were better than others. But like I said, everything about this movie is just kind of like, maybe maybe they shouldn't give every one of their movies this treatment. Yeah. The only one I really want is Mulan. And I'm going to have yeah. to wait like a couple more years. <laughs> <laughs> that one makes me upset because that's the one I, I feel like really lends itself. It was always yeah. a story that should have been live action. So this one's, it's difficult to tell because, you know, it's still Disney. It's live action Disney adaptation. They always make a lot of money. But compared to the other ones, you know, like uh, Beauty and the Beast, um, Mm -hmm. Jungle Book, Lion King later this year. I feel like this is kind of going to be kind of like the solo of like the Star Wars movies kind of. Yeah. You know, just like a, you know, it still made a lot of money because it's Disney. But for their standards, it's kind of a dud. Yeah. So... And the trailer didn't help that. I would have been perfectly fine. I've said this several times before. If it, I don't care that it's Will Smith. I know some people are put off by him, but I would be fine if it was him and he was just a black eye genie. Like I yeah, I mean, like the pic, like blue. those first pictures we yeah. saw where he's just wearing fancy clothes. I was, fr- I was completely like, fine I saw with that. that. I was like, okay, yeah, his hair is a little weird, I guess, but realistically, that makes sense. You can, you're not really gonna make a, a live action robin williams genie that would look ridiculous well guess what it does it does look ridiculous (laughs) you know just give him fancy blue clothes and jewelry i buy it the only thing i really liked about him blue were the gold tattoos and the shimmer like there's some really intricate detail in that oh i'm gonna have to watch that again they're right above his cuffs on his forearms there are gold tattoos that look 
awesome, I think. And then when you look at his chest and stuff, there's kind of like a glitter shimmer to it, Mm -hmm. which is really cool. It gives that feeling that he's magical. Yeah. I do like... I'll have to check that out again. I like the little details. There was at least some thought put into the little details. Just... Oh, I'm sure. I'm not... I don't want to discredit like the art art team or costume design or anything. It's Mm -hmm. just purely, you know, maybe you should have just... Even though they also got some hate online for not having the genie be yeah, blue. Yeah, I don't I never they understood. They probably should have just stuck to it. Yeah. You know? I Although, mean the plan was probably <laughs> always for to have him be blue, but Although I would have been fine if Chris Pratt played the genie. <laughs> <laughs> make, I kind of make want, him blue all you want. I kind of wanted somebody like a little tubby and fun and yeah. like jolly to be the the genie because then when when he becomes slave genie when Jafar gets him, then you really see how yeah. terrible it could be. I forgot about slave genie. Slave genie. <laughs> Jeez. So yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm not super excited for it, but we'll see how it turns out. Mm-hmm. I ho- I wonder if they're gonna put out another trailer. If they're like everybody's bashing on yeah, it, we're not gonna like, do it. They're not gonna like it anyways. Yeah. Which they won't. But. Let's see, we have like three months, right? It's May. Yeah. Yeah, we have about three months. So yeah. they, I'm sure they they'll do one not. more. Yeah, maybe one more on Avengers. Yeah. Maybe like an updated one. Well, then later that month, at the end of May, May 31st, we have Paramount's Rocket Man. Oof, that was my favorite of these trailers. Oh my gosh, probably. mine too. I was like, and did you see Rocket Man trailer? Did you see the Rocket <laughs> Man trailer? I made everybody in the office so, watch it. Obviously, it's people are already going to start calling this, you know, the Bohemian Rhapsody Elton John version. Mm-hmm. But based on this trailer, I mean, I... And I was never really that big on Bohemian Rhapsody, but I think this this movie looks really, really, really good. Yeah, um, I was super excited. I've always been really excited about this movie. I love Elton John. Yeah. I love his music. <laughs> and so when I knew that they were going to do a biopic and Taron Edgerton, who can actually yeah. sing oh, really yeah. well, was going to be in it. I was like, oh, this is going to be so good. And I have not been disappointed at all. No, I loved everything it. about this trailer. Yep. And... The biggest thing that is standing out to me, at least, mm-hmm. and probably a lot of other people, is whereas Bohemian Rhapsody was just kind of like, you know, just a very by the numbers, let's just tell you this, uh, the right. ale- how it allegedly happened, you know, Bohe- or uh, Rocket Man is kind of, they're not afraid to get a little like dreamlike, yeah, with theatrical, that. yeah, it's it's almost like they're they're taking that the essence, you know, that that eccentric quality that elton john has mm-hmm. and just dispersing it through the whole look and feel of the entire movie oh yeah there's like scenes in the trailer where you know he's like suspended in the air but he's underwater looking down at somebody playing the piano there's you know giant elaborate music and dance numbers out in the streets it's just very heightened reality kind of things mm-hmm. that are not obviously not supposed to be real right it's just it's trying to get at the the, the essence of what Elton John was. Yeah, I thought it felt a little bit of a cross between Cirque du Soleil meeting Elton John. Because yeah. if, if you've ever seen um, Cirque du Soleil, the Beatles one, you get all the oh. Beatles music, but it's very dreamlike. And then you mm-hmm. get this like performance that matches the tone of the songs and kind yeah. of what's going on. And you have to really know the history to like really get into it. Um, but I feel like that something similar in the idea that the performance is matching the music but being a creative very creative version of it yeah no that's i mean that's the biggest thing that 
had me, has me so excited is just I really hope they they go go there with it I and think don't they play will it too. safe cuz I mean this is just a theory of mine but in the tagline at the end it's the tagline is uh the only way to tell a story is to live his fantasy and part of me was wondering if that was just kind of like don't worry this isn't just bohemian rhapsody but about elton john we're you know we're going to get a little arty with it we're going to get a little fantastical i would think arty and like I don't want to say darker or grittier. I mean, it, or, it looks like it could get, you know. But it definitely looks like it has a tone that they're not trying to make it vanilla. So they're no, trying no, not they're to not make trying it like, to. You know, it's it's a mixture of being really fan fantastical and dreamy with that kind of more hard edged thing that some people maybe thought Bohemian Rhapsody was going to do. Yeah, but where, you know they don't shy away from. Elton's, you know, just the excess of everything. Yeah. The drugs, sex, alcohol, you know, everything. The depression. Yeah. Self-destruction. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I, again, I don't think they're going to go way into it because... I mean, probably not, but I mean, in the trailer, you see all yeah. the different, like, sections of his life where he like had different looks and different times. Mm-hmm. And there are some really dark humor lines where it's like... You're rich and famous. You already made it. Now just don't, try not to kill yourself with drugs right. or something. And Or I don't care if you live and die. I still get my 20%. I'll st- yeah, I'll still make my 20% royalties long after you're dead. It's like, oh, oh my God. And that's probably what people told him. He <laughs> oh, probably, probably was told that. Yeah. Lots of times. No, I'm, well, I'm, I don't know. There's a lot there that I really liked. So <laughs> I'm, I'm very, very excited for that. And that, I think it'll probably do very well. <laughs> It's you know. weird that we are so, both so excited about because, yeah. like, the kid, I was like, no, I'm not seeing that. But it looks good, but I'm not seeing it. And you were like, that's totally my kind of movie. Like, no, bad guys shouldn't even be close to being. Bad guys shouldn't exist. Yeah. It's like, well, yeah, I know you're not wrong, but they do. So. But they do. I don't like looking at them on screen. <laughs> out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. Um, so after Rocket Man, we go into Secret Life of Pets 2. Mm-hmm. We had the Rooster trailer come out. <laughs> Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford he was great. Rooster. I, I mean, he's always great. But He's like the old farm <laughs> dog, the majestic I farm love dog. the thumbnail of the trailer. He's wearing those like signs over his neck that people used to do like animal humiliation like yeah. shame dog shaming but it's uh it says no you play dead <laughs> it's like <laughs> okay i like how universal is hasn't really done a secret life of pets trailer but they keep doing these character trailers yeah. that show where the character is in the movie and the little mini stories that are mm-hmm. going to make up this movie um, but they're all like so cute and they all have their own yeah. feel. And no, I feel like I, I still haven't even seen the first one, but like, mm-hmm. I feel like if I were to go into the second one, I would at least have a kind of a good idea of yeah. who most, some of these characters are the ones that were in the first Although one. Although if you saw, if you didn't see the first one and you just saw a snowball in his snowball trailer. Yeah. He's so completely different in the first <laughs> one. You wouldn't realize he was a sewer rebel bunny that was dead set on killing all humans when he's no, like i did not get that when he's playing super they rehabilitated bunny. him a little girl <laughs> did yeah nice captain oh. snowball or whatever his name is it's he's super cute in this but before he was a sewer bunny who had a menagerie of sewer animals that he was in command of and sewer bunny a sewer bunny yeah gross. it was gross <laughs> and he wanted to kill all humans wow yeah i'm glad he's better you really should see the first one he's better (laughs) um i like yeah i like how they've been doing these character trailers still know a whole whole lot about the story you know they go to a farm 
Uh-huh. That's, you know, that's where Harrison Ford's character like is. I still don't Max's new voice, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't think I ever will. Pat Oswalt is great, but... I remembered Louis C.K.'s voice from the the trailers for the first movie and yeah. i forgot that they changed him or they, they changed the voice and i watched this one and i heard max is his name right yeah i heard max talk and i was like oh okay yeah that's right that's that's pat oswald now voice. <laughs> i don't like it it I doesn't know i don't like it as much either but i don't know why they couldn't just oh, well. have found somebody to do an impression of louis ck's <laughs> voice it didn't have to be louis ck yeah but they could have gotten close with the voice <laughs> So. Yeah, I don't know. It's universal. Probably will do really great. It's going to be super cute this first summer. One did great. The first one did great. The yeah. second one will probably I do great. The only thing that would hurt it, and I've just been going back and forth on this, is Toy Story 4. Oh, that's right. Are they in the around the same time? They come out around the same time. and I th- That is interesting. I think, And I think Secret Life of Pets is first. Two okay. weeks out. But uh, Oh, Toy Story 4 will, will dethrone it. You think... Easily. Well, two weeks out it will, but I just... Do you take Toy Story four, or do you take Secret Life of Pets if you if you have limited screens? That's what I've been really going back and forth. Yeah, because I, I don't know. Toy Story four has a huge core built in loyal audience of older people. Pe- yeah, you know, and by older, you know, it could be fifteen up, fifteen and up. Mm-hmm. You know, um, in addition to it just being a a Disney Pixar movie, that right? Most of them always do really good. Um, but I think it had like such a good finale. Well, that that's that, that was I'm my like, big why hesitation. Why are they making another it's like, one? It's Toy Story three was perfect. Everybody can agree that it was like yeah. the the perfect, most beautiful send off. And I, I don't know. That's just all. I still haven't gotten over that. It kind of hurts the the premise of Toy Story four to me. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm sure it'll be really good, but it's you know it was just so it was such a perfect ending before. Right. You know, because it's, it's supposed to be a sequel. You know, it's not like a, it's called Toy Story 4, but it's a in-between kind of thing, you know, so mm-hmm. I can't maintain the ending of Toy Story 3 as being the actual ending. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm sure it'll get a lot of complaints like, this is a cash grab. This is, right. you're just milking the franchise. But do kids today like them? I, I don't, my children who are three and five, I, they don't like Toy Story. They love Secret Life of Pets. So <laughs> yeah. it probably just depends. I mean, I don't, I don't know. Pixar. Right. It's it's at at the end of the day, like whether or not it's Toy Story five, six, seven, eight, nine. You know, it's a Disney Pixar family movie, mm-hmm. and those usually do really well. Oh yeah. I it'll probably, hopefully, will be well received. You know, like critically, and that usually can help. Um, so I don't know. That's a good question, though. I, I w- and we were so far away from it. It comes out in June. And yeah, we'll have to wait for an actual proper Toy Story 4 trailer to kind of mm. judge the actual, get a, just a better picture of what it's about. Right. All we know now is like they're at a carnival, I guess, and Bo Peep's back. Yeah. I'm kind of just been watching that being like, am I new school Secret pet, secret Life of Pets <laughs> or am I old school Toy Story? I can't decide what I like I because I never liked Toy Story. No, I know you didn't. I'm one of those rare people that just... I don't like everything Disney puts I thought out. thought Kyle was the heartless one. Yeah, I'm heartless <laughs> when it comes to Toy Story. <laughs> there's something else too, but I can't remember, think well, of it. There's more than a few. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Lion King. I hate uh, it too. Yeah, Toy Story is better than Lion King. But I understand why people like Lion King. You don't understand why people like Toy Story? I mean, Are you it's kidding okay. me? I just. I oh. the, What's they, the next trailer? Yeah, <laughs> we won't get into that. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
so this one is from Universal. It's called Yesterday. It comes out oh, June yeah. 28th. This is an interesting one. This trailer came out of nowhere. Right. And I was just like, whoa. And okay. it was on, um, isn't it romantic when I saw that? And I believe it was on Alita. And those are pretty different audiences. And it got a really good oh, yeah, reaction. That's, that's where in, I saw it. In both. Yeah. So basically, I mean, it's, I forget the main character's name now, but it's the story of basically a guy who's like a big hardcore Beatles fan Mm -hmm. and somehow he like wakes up or he finds himself in a world where the Beatles just never existed or people, you know, don't know about them. And so he starts like pretending like they're his songs. Yeah. And people around him are like, Oh my God. He becomes like the biggest songwriter. How how do you have so many amazing songs in your head? Yeah. And he's just kind of capitalizing on it. But I was, I was surprised to see that's directed by Danny Boyle. Which you know he did like twenty eight days later and uh, Slumdog Millionaire. Didn't he do Bond too? <laughs> he was going to. Oh, he was the a director attached to it before yeah. that fell apart. Oh, my voice is going. <laughs> but yeah, no, I thought the premise was it's pretty unique. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's kind of following that trend of you know people like seeing movies about the music they like. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just it funny and yeah. the whole sequence at the end with um. The redhead guy. What's oh, Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran. Where he's like, say hey, dude. Hey, dude. And he's like, do, 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 do. Everybody in the audience laughed at that. And I'm like, it's like dude, that's low hanging fruit. laughing at this? <laughs> I mean, I like the trailer. I'm enjoying Yeah, no, I it. thought the trailer was fun. But across the board, I've seen it twice now, and everybody's <laughs> laughed at that last. Probably because it's like, oh, it's Ed Sheeran. Yeah. I don't know. Um,. But yeah, that's a I, good one. For, I think that's going to da- be a good one. For Danny Boyle directing it's probably my the biggest selling point to me, but yeah, I think it'll probably do really well if they can get the marketing out there and mm-hmm. it, the trailer's already working for people who do see it. Yeah. Um, and they got the trailer out so soon. Yeah. It's really So I I predict that one will do. That one that one will probably do really well. Yeah. And then our last one that we were going to talk about, Angry Birds 2. I did not expect... This doesn't come out till August 16th, by the way, Sony. <laughs> I did not expect a trailer doing? for this. <laughs> this trailer, I mean, it's like... Like, don't forget about us. I still never the saw the first... I still haven't seen the first one, but, you know, a lot of people say it's okay. It's better I, than you would expect. I haven't seen movies like The Godfather because <laughs> I, they don't really fit what the kind of I want to see, but... Sit down, boys. We're going to watch Godfather Part 2 yeah, now. But now you haven't seen stuff like secret life of pets and angry birds i've watched those movies so many times so funny yeah, the difference. I know, but and i get i, I don't get, have anything against them i just I, those aren't the movies that i'm like oh man i, I want to go to the theater those yeah. are you know family movies that i'll watch at home when i'm but you haven't watched them and they'll be like you want to watch something I'm like okay you're like okay i have a list now but, i mean if i went home we probably cody has given me a list <laughs> it's it's my okay. uh take home assignment yeah um but it's only a quick teaser yeah it's it's there's not much there no and that makes sense because it's so far away <laughs> it's basically like uh what i described as like a purple grinch yep, the bird new, uh, uh, the new character yeah he's just some sour bitter old guy old bird living female. alone is it really i think it's a lady yeah I some think it's androgynous a <laughs> some androgynous <laughs> cranky bitter lonely bird living with on a puppy a, on a iceberg with a very cute puppy with a cute puppy and and seals yep everything's frozen it can't eat its fish because they're surrounded in ice it's all pretty funny lots of jokes about how everything's too cold yeah and it gets annoyed and decides to invade i think invade the 
birds and pig island? I don't I don't know the premise of the okay, first so movie. Okay, so birds have bird island and pig have piggy island. And okay. the pigs... Um, Are they like coexisting at the no. end? No, they're enemies because the pigs um, come over and to Birdie Island on mm-hmm. their ship and they have TNT, right? Yeah. Well, I That's play the their game. big thing. They have TNT and they come over on their ship and they pretend to be friends with the birds, but... The angry red bird is like, no, we're being swindled here. And their ri- their secret motive is to get all the birds' eggs because they don't have eggs oh, and geez. they want to eat the eggs. So That's then they morbid. So they steal all the babies because they treat the eggs like Gives little your babies. children so we can consume them. Yeah. And they go back to Piggy Island and the and the red angry bird has to gather the troops and they go after them and they basically destroy piggy island Jeez. in the process because they unleash all the tnt but they save all the eggs do they kill the pigs or no no what the happens pig- to the pigs do they just leave them stranded on their destroyed island yeah pretty much <laughs> Jeez. well because i only ask because at the end of this trailer unless i'm misremembering it doesn't it show the pigs like alongside the birds um i think it's it's at least one of the birds i think it shows the birds with piggy masks and then it shows the pigs and then the pigs are like we need a bigger slingshot because they have a they have slingshots yeah because the birds don't actually fly yeah the only bird that can fly is called mighty eagle but he's old man now (laughs) so he can't really protect him anymore but they're like like the wise the wise elder he is not the wise elder he's just kind of fat his tummy drags he's like coming to my lair and it's like all these fake trophies and of the glory days when he was mighty eagle oh, I see. and he's kind funny. of a pervert and he has like oh. a telescope and he looks at the old lady in the mud bath just kind of a creepy old man yeah he's like a creepy old man bird <laughs> that's great but he does come and try to because he can he's the only one that can fly he does well, hopefully he's come in and this save one, the eggs because i would love to see that character continue yeah, me too. So yeah, I mean, it's a tiny little teaser, not much, but basically a new cranky Grinch-like character is invading the islands. And, and there's and a the, frozen element to it the, all. The bir- I'm assuming the birds and the pigs are going to have to work together to yeah. defeat them, prob- them, probably. That'd be good. I'm kind of excited. Mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of Angry Birds <laughs> movie and the TV the show. The epic showdown. And there's a TV show? Yeah, I think a Netflix one. Oh, yeah. So this is why I like Netflix, because the kids' programming <laughs> is on point. But they also have Trolls and Boss Baby animated. I did know that they were making a Boss Baby series. It's yeah. weird. It's such a weird movie. It, it's Boss Baby's awesome. It, no, it's... it's it's I, I was very entertained, but it's right. just so weird. It is good. <laughs> it is a little strange, It's still but... the movie I refer to as... The kids' movie, where literally the first thing that happens is there's an anal penetration joke. Yep. That's the first thing that happens in the movie. I'm in uh. heaven. <laughs> I love that song's playing. It's so good. So, yeah, I mean, that was that was the trailers. Mm-hmm. If I had to pick a favorite, it'd probably be the Rocket Man trailer. I'd agree with you on yeah. that. Rocket Man is getting me so excited. I'm like, it's one of my most anticipated movies this summer. Yeah. Well, it quickly became one of mine, too, after this trailer. I think it might even be. My number one. Oh yeah, because you still insist that you're not excited for Avengers. No, okay. no, not at all. I mean, I'm more excited for Rocket Man than Avengers. I don't care for like Aladdin or no, Ro- Toy Story or. <laughs> if Lions. I had to pick one, I care about Toy Story. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Rocket Man, I'd say is the best trailer. Is my favorite of these. Mm-hmm. Aladdin is probably my least favorite of these. My least favorite. Yeah, mine would probably be the kid. Was my least favorite. <laughs> I mean, not only I just don't like Chris Pratt's character, but I Dane DeHaan. <laughs> looked 
awesome. You can't have it. Dane DeHaan's character without Chris Pratt's character. It's it's how I watched Inglorious Bastards. <laughs> I just fast forwarded through the other parts and just watched. How do you have any idea what's going on? I don't. I don't <laughs> care. <laughs> I just Terrible. wanted to watch the bear Jew guy slaughter beat people's yeah, heads in with, with a, a bat. bat. And I wanted <laughs> it's a little violent. Brad Pitt. Don't you think? Be like you know the third most Italian. <laughs> Bongiorno. So, yeah. Those are the best parts. <laughs> Those are pretty good parts. So this is what I'm going to do. I'm just going to pass for it and, <laughs> and then watch Dane DeHaan and then not watch the other parts. And then if the, Dane DeHaan You're going to fast forward it in the movie theater? Yeah. Happens, <laughs> I'm not seeing it in the theater. I will send somebody to go see it and then mm-hmm. I will see it at home. Okay. Tell me how, many, how bad are the things that Chris Pratt's character does? I don't. I need to know that first. <laughs> is the kid I, okay? Is If the kid survives and Dane DeHaan saves him, I will go see that movie. <laughs> okay it has to meet those two criteria <laughs> it does he was so good in valerian i enjoyed that movie so much and it's I still haven't seen so it. bad yeah. <laughs> and i'm like oh. i do love dane dehan though yeah okay well oh let's put this whole oscar thing to rest once <sighs> this weekend it, oscar sunday <laughs> night it's gonna be over finally <laughs> our torturous oscar season is now oh, at a close man. so we went through and made our official predictions, yeah. and then Cody also wanted to do her what she wants to win. And yeah. I'll probably chime in with what I want to win. So we went with uh, what we think are gonna what's gonna win, and then I overruled Eric, <laughs> and I was like, "No, this should win." <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, you're so the boss. Let's start with the big ones. We don't yep. have to go through them all, but no, let's we'll go through with, the major ones. Yeah, best picture. So this is an interesting year because, like. You know, like last year and probably the year before that, people were always like, ooh, it's up in the air. It's anybody's game. What's going to happen? But then once the actual award circuit gets started, a couple clear front runners emerge. Yeah. And usually once you get to the actual Guild Awards, that's when you can kind of tell. But as far as I know, this is like the first year, maybe ever, where each individual Guild Award gave their top prize to a different movie. <laughs> so, like, I know that the Actors Guild, I think, gave it to Black Panther producers gave it i think to green book roma got the director you know yeah etc so this one is actually up in the air it's mm-hmm. it is difficult to tell but you know we think when it all comes down to and it everybody else thinks it's gonna probably be roma roma if not roma then probably green book yeah but i'm leaning towards roma i think that a star is born should win or bohemian rhapsody or black panther just anyone <laughs> but roma <laughs> In Green Book. I yeah, I mean, like, like, Green Book's like I've said before, Roma, Roma's a very, very well-made movie. I liked it, but, you know, I would be lying if I didn't say I enjoyed A Star is Born or, uh, like, The Favorite more. I, Maybe if I had, was able to see Roma in a movie theater, yeah. you know, that probably would have a huge effect. And I've read a lot of sources that say that is the case. Mm-hmm. But There are some people oh well. that have seen Roma on special screenings in theaters, but... It's really hard. You see it in your house and it's slow moving and it's kind of yeah. boring. And he put it on Netflix because he wanted people to see it. Yeah. But it, it comes from... with all the distractions of watching movies right. at home. Watching movies at home for me is fine if I've already seen the movie and it's, you know, I just want to, you know, have fun with it, casually watch it. Or if I wasn't able to catch it in theaters, I'll make mm-hmm. a thing out of it. I'll turn off all the lights, no distractions, whatever. But Roma, it's, I don't know. It was, it, it, a lot of people said they can only get through like 20 minutes of it and then they yeah. were bored. And when you're watching it at home, on. sooner or later you find yourself scrolling through Facebook on your phone or you get up to stretch or grab a snack and you forget to pause. You know, it's <laughs> it's just all of these little things oh, and that watched, was it was not the ideal situation to experience watched, that movie. Um, 
I was too sick at Thanksgiving to watch Wreck It Ralph too. Ralph breaks the internet. Oh yeah, yeah. So I was like, finally, it's on um, VOD. I'm gonna watch it. Mm-hmm. So we got it for the boys, and we were gonna watch it. And I was so bored. <laughs> and I think I would have enjoyed it more in the theater. Yeah, no, I, I absolutely have no doubt. But I did all but... those things you talked about. Yeah, I got up. I made help it. I made dinner. I did other things. We were supposed to have popcorn and M and M's because that's like our treat. I, yep. I went up. I was like, oh, we forgot the popcorn. I made it. This movie kept playing. <laughs> And I just was, and you get I, back and you're like, what's happening? Oh, I don't really care. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I could have just watched the last 10 minutes and felt like I had seen the whole movie. Yeah. So I can see why like seeing stuff in theaters is, is just so much better for that. Well, if you're going to be judging the best movies of the year, you can't get past the fact of how you experience it for the first time. Cause yeah. You know, it's, a, it's such an emotional decision. These aren't rational, mm-hmm. like point based. Yeah, decisions. you can. You, there, there are a lot of things that affect it, and mm-hmm. I have no doubt in my mind that if I saw Roma in a theater, that I probably would have liked it a lot more than I did. And I still, I can, yeah. appre- I can appreciate it. But, but you know, that first experience has already happened. I'm sure if I went back to it, knowing what to expect, and you know, made the whole deal out of it, I could probably like it a lot more upon a second viewing. But I'm not really in a big hurry to do that. So. Well, I picked Stars Born as should should have won. Cause yeah, the movie that once upon a time everybody thought was going to win. Right. Well, I thought it was beautiful. I know it's just like a rehashing of a movie that's already been done. But I thought that Bradley Cooper did a really good job of mm-hmm. not only bringing Lady Gaga in, who really like symbolizes that whole character in oh, the yeah. modern day. But he he kept the character close his character close to what it was but he just gave it a modern twist like he made him country and he Mm -hmm. made him like an alcoholic but not the you know making a fool of himself down and constantly down in the dumps alcoholic it's just kind of like a like like a functional semi-functional alcoholic mm -hmm. who's has a kind of a dark sense of humor but he doesn't he doesn't want to make it obvious that he's you know struggling and but you know that he's trying to hide it. You know there yeah. are there are a lot of nuances to his character. There's a lot of nuance to the movie. And I thought he was. I enjoyed his character better than Chris Christopherson's character, mm-hmm. even though I feel like they're more similar in tone. Yeah. But the previous ones, um, from the 30s and the 50s, and the Judy Garland one, that yeah. guy just like you kind of forget about so, him as a character. Yeah. You know, it's like. It's Except all about, the, which I guess is understandable mm-hmm. if you decide to go there out. You know, it's about her rise. Yeah. And, you know, but. But I, we got one of the best performances ever from Sam Elliott. And <laughs> I just don't get the industry people not liking it. Like, I feel like yeah, I don't that know. them not liking it has more to do with maybe they just don't want to reward Bradley Cooper for being good at yeah, what he probably... did. And given this, given this extra opportunity that a lot of them may not get. I feel like they're. They're punishing him for. <laughs> well, I won't that. say that this is how it is. I have a, str- I have a, I have a hunch that maybe it's because some of them are a little bit snobby. Yeah. So who knows? Could be, but <laughs> I'm not snobby, and I want, I yeah. really want a Star Roma, is Born to win. Roma it was my will favorite. win if not Green Book. We want a Star is Born to win. Yeah, it was definitely my favorite film, and I, I saw, I didn't see Black Klansman or Favorite or Green Book or Roma or Vice because yeah, the only one I didn't see was Green Book. Yeah, because I just don't want to see them. There, yeah, I still stand the... by as 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 much as I like A Star Is Born. Right. I still stand by. I just I think it's kind of a weak lineup for Best Picture nominees compared to other years. 
Although I'm glad to see more commercial stuff in it. Yeah, that is good. I feel like it took a good turn this year. It just wasn't the best of the turns. Then um, best actor, we think Rami Malek will win. Yep, that's he's kind of he's been pretty much locked in. You know. Yeah, and uh, he, his portrayal which is just awesome. fine. You know, I don't I don't have a problem with that. He was yeah. he was genuinely phenomenal in that movie. He made it work. Um, he is basically that movie. Like that movie is only doing well because he did so good. And he's like, yeah, it plays into the whole like, oh, the Academy loves to see famous people play other famous people. You uh-huh. know, it's like, yeah, that's technically what it is. But that doesn't take away from the fact that it's a, a fantastic performance. It is. Um, my personal vote is probably for Christian Bale. That was my but. personal vote, too. Even though I didn't see him in Vice, I can just tell from that trailer. Like, there, you cannot tell that that's Christian Bale. No. Like. He I mean, melts. it's a weird thing where like, you know, it's him, but then in the middle of a scene, you're like, oh my gosh, this is, I forgot it's Christian Bale. He's so good. Right. Whereas <laughs> I knew that was like Rami Malek the whole time. Like yeah. there's something about melding into mm-hmm. the character and I just think Christian Bale does it better. Yeah. No, he's, to use the cliche, he is definitely a chameleon. Christian Bale then knocked have, it out of the park. Yeah. Then we have best <gasps> actress and we think Glenn Close yeah, will she's, win. I mean, based on all of the previous award ceremonies mm-hmm. and now these published um, anonymous oscar ballots people talk base uh, se- or the rumor is it's like 95 percent of the academy have voted for glenn close yes but i want lady gaga to win because she really embodied that and she's young and new to it and if jennifer lawrence can win <laughs> being young at the, her roles then i don't see why they wouldn't reward lady gaga who yeah. is the ultimate amazing talent that she has like she can sing she can dance yeah. she can she's a show act she's show person yeah it, she having her in a film really helped like and having her do so well is just good for the industry it just yeah. brings people in and she's fantastic i mean i i haven't seen the wife it didn't i maybe it came here for like a day but i yeah. missed it but no i would have no problem if lady gaga won i loved olivia coleman personally I think she just covered every all of the emotions I think but, there's some question, though, if she's a lead actress. Well, yeah. I mean, she's... If, she's, if she is a lead, then yeah. Rachel Weisz and Emma Stone are just as much of a lead. Yeah. But you know how it comes down to... How they... Whatever. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. <laughs> how they determine of it the is. Pe- she's nominated, technically, so she's probably my personal front runner. but Lady, Lady Gaga's, like, right there. Yeah. Maybe Lady Gaga's ahead. I don't know. Those two. But I don't want to take away from Glenn Close, because I'm no, sure that but, she's had enough performances in her career that she deserves an oscar yeah and that's you know whether or not you agree with uh the fact that the academy will oftentimes award people for their entire work they do you know that's why leonardo dicaprio finally won one for the revenant when he probably should have won one for any other movie (laughs) (laughs) so yeah i don't have a problem with it that it's going to happen just not my personal pick but for for all i know if i saw the wife maybe i would agree um then best supporting actor we all think that it's yeah. gonna go to mahershala, <laughs> mahershala ali. ali i'm getting really yeah, good it's with going that name to now. it's going to mahershala almost but guaranteed i want sam elliott to yeah. win it yeah, i, I just that scene i keep saying it star is born <laughs> is like the most he won't moving. stop saying it until after the oscar until he wins i'm never gonna stop that is one of the most moving scenes that i think will stay with me forever <laughs> so good and i get experience it with my dad there's a whole nother level of oh, sure. emotion there that was just fantastic yeah this is why movies are <laughs> in theaters are so great yeah you so. go there for the sole purpose of 
seeing this movie. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not just like, I'm bored. Let's throw something on. You know, it's no, this, this is the whole reason why you're here is yeah. to see this movie. And I wanted to watch it cause my dad had seen the others and him and I went to go see this together. It was just, mm-hmm. we were both moved by Sam Elliott. So Sam Elliott gets my vote. Oh, same here. Um, then best supporting actress. Um, we think it'll be Regina King. Yeah. I mean, this up until today, yeah. I would have said that it was guaranteed to be Regina King purely because she's been winning. She won like every of the other right. ceremonies up until apparently the, I think I could be wrong, but I think at the Screen Actors Guild, she wasn't nominated or she, mm-hmm. at least she, she didn't win. Yeah. And apparently like there's a huge crossover between those people and the, the Academy voters. Because I think a bulk of the Academy voters are actors. Oh, yeah. Um, and I was reading a, a piece on Hollywood Reporter today about, you know, their head analyst guy or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he argued that uh, because of that, Regina King was not going to win and it would be Rachel Wise for the favorite. But it was hard to tell if that was just kind of a hunch or if like... Right. Because I've crunched read, the numbers. I've read too. And this was my issue looking at it is that... I think Emma Stone and Rachel Weiss are equally as good. And so how do you reward mm-hmm. one over the other? Yeah, I, I think you can. No, I, think, I think it comes down to like, you know, splitting the vote right. gets split between the two of them. And so I think even though Regina King wasn't nominated with the Screen Actors Guild, I don't think there's a clear front runner between Emma Stone and Rachel Weiss. No, so I'd be really shocked. Definitely not a clear between those two. And if she, Regina doesn't win, it's going to be one of those two. Right. So that one, that one's really difficult to to tell. Yeah, I put as um, I wanted to win was Regina King. I'd like to yeah. see a woman of color win. Um, but also, it's the same issue. Like, wh- I can't really go for Emma Stone over Rachel Weisz Mm-mm. because they're. I thought they were equally as good. And then um, I thought the the gal in Roma was just too new, and well, I don't know if she added to well, her character or if it's just. There's no denying for the movie for the type yeah. of movie. Of course, she's perfect, and you could yeah. you could say she's amazing, and it, like and most people are. But w- all it really is is she's just kind of existing on screen. You know, yeah. it's just how she is. Mm-hmm. So, so I didn't I, think it's, you'd it, reward that, her for that. Yeah, that's a tricky because I'm not saying she's not not good. She's perfect for the movie you know her character is a it's very emotional character arc she plays it you know perfectly but are you rewarding the actress or you're yeah it it is just her you know she she wasn't an actress before Mm -hmm. she never really did anything um she just kind of alfonso found her and filmed her was like you fit perfect for this so to me i don't know if that's necessarily her acting skills as much as it is just alfonso knew yeah. you know what the movie needed yep so. and then amy adams was great i didn't see vice but she's no always, she's oh she was amazing yeah. like always but so again you have like amy adams emma stone and rachel weiss that are always on point and great actresses mm-hmm. just i think that's why i still went with regina king i just like to see yeah. her move up and yeah that was that one's the hardest one to, yeah. to call for me easily um then we have best director which, oh, that's Alfonso. But I don't think he deserves to win, so <laughs> it should be Spike Lee because I think I, I he deserves it. He's got a big career. He's got a huge career. His first nomination, um, surprisingly, you know, like criminally, but 
well, and this just speaks to the being overlooked because of the subject of your movie, you know, the content of your movie, because people didn't get it before. Mm -hmm. So I'd like to see him. He's just kind of like, yeah, guys, I've been talking about this stuff for decades. You've all finally caught up to me. (laughs) Yeah. Hasn't Alfonso already won? Yeah. So I'm like, you're, you've already won. It's okay. Let somebody else who's equally deserving have a chance. This is where the personal politics plays in yeah. by, you know, just the emotional part of the voting. I think, I think we, we looked it up before, but yeah, if Alfonso wins, just <coughs> interestingly, I think that's like in the last six years, five best director winners were from Mexico. Yeah. It's like, whoa. Yeah. Cause doing the, something right Guillermo down Guillermo del Toro won last year. Yep. And uh, Alfonso won and, uh, it, Alec Inaritu, I don't know how yeah. you say his last name. He won back-to-back years for Birdman and Revenant. Yeah. So. So let, let Spike Lee win. <laughs> Spread, share the love. Yeah. Um, and then we we just can go over a couple more. Yeah. yeah. Um, best original screenplay. Yeah, the screenplays are pretty major. We thought that Green Book would win for yeah. original screenplay, but we thought maybe First Reformed. Oh, I absolutely yeah. think First Reformed should have won or should win, but it won't. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, maybe it will, but yeah, I think Green Book, just because it's been getting so much love in other places, I'm pretty sure it was uh, one of the big winners at the previous ceremony. Yeah, previous ceremonies. Did they? Um, I can't remember. No. Eighth grade and... Eighth um, grade was the original screenplay winner, and Can You Ever Forgive Me, I think, was the adapted winner. But because of the Oscars' whole preferential voting and all of that, I feel like it'll just work out that Green Book is the most consistently liked. So I just think it'll add up and I think that'll take it. Yeah. But First Reform should win. And then for adapted screenplay, we thought that Can You Ever Forgive Me would win. Yeah. That was another hard one to call. Between that and Black Klansman, I feel like. Yeah. Excuse and me. but I, I just went with that one. I didn't really have a horse in this race, so. Yeah. Writers like movies about writers. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, Seems to line up. I only want to bring up Best Documentary because I really want Free Solo to win. Yeah, I think it has a good shot. That's what I. That's what I think. That's what I think will win. Right. Um, best Cinematography. We both thought Roma would win. Yeah, pretty much guaranteed. That'll and be. It probably deserves technically it. Technically, that'll be history making because a uh, director has never also won Best Cinematography. Because mm-hmm. yeah, first of all, it's just not very common for a director to shoot his own movie. I, think, yeah. I feel like some people might frown upon it, but Cause there's he, no denying that he he shot the crap out of this movie. Yeah, like it's 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 good. But you know, Cold War is also supposed to is getting lots of love and favorite. Yeah, I mean that was a tough one to call, but I think Roma will get it. Um, and then let's see. Let's just do animated movie because I yeah. want to talk about Spider-Man some more. Yeah, let's talk about <laughs> best animated movie and yeah. call it good. So usually if there was no Spider-Man this year, it would probably have been, you know, probably Incredibles 2. Maybe Isle of I Dogs. I think it would have been Incredibles 2. Because, you know, bef- Cause there was other so than the last couple years, this was always claim. Disney's thing, you know. Yeah. It was like this was just the the Disney Pixar award. Right. But Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse came out of nowhere. Well, I think blew people away, no changed one, the game. Yeah, no one else came close in quality to Disney and Pixar. They reign, they <laughs> yeah. reigned supreme for so long. But well, because they they not only was their animation incredibly like beautiful and amazing looking, mm-hmm. but they always had just very strong characters and very s- strong, honest, emotional stories. 
And, you know, I feel like Incredibles 2, it's it's a good movie, but it's not one of the best Pixar movies. Uh -uh. It doesn't have a very, you know, core, strong emotional core, at least compared to Spider-Verse. Yeah. And that's the thing that people are like really surprised at. They're like, whoa, I... I didn't think I would like a comic booky superhero movie, but I am in love with these characters and the story is incredibly moving. Yeah. I think it also helped too that the characters um, in Spider-Man were all like grounded in reality. They were all technology based. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, sure. Miles Morales does become the Spider-Man and he does yeah. have the extra stuff, but he still is a web slinger with through tech Yeah, and he still has the suit. And I, you're thinking, there from the beginning when he's nobody, and right. then by the end, you're you you believe but it. But it's not like Thor or Captain America where he's special because he has these powers that no one else has. Because he's a superhero. <laughs> yeah, I and I liked that about all of the all of the, char- the Spider-Man characters and mm-hmm. all the villains because the villains mm-hmm. were like Doctor Octavius, but it, she was female, and yeah. you know, and so in her tech came out of her, and yeah, I, I except like, for Spider Ham. But Spider that was, was that's why pig. he worked, you know. Yeah. It's just it it's perfect. Oh, Spider Pig. Yeah, so that movie will I would say like ninety nine point nine 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 percent. It take really it. should take it. Like it's so far above and beyond anything else that was nominated. Yeah. Um, totally a league of its own. Yeah, I don't even know why Ralph Breaks the Internet was nominated, to be honest with you. It <laughs> it was not that good. Just the story the slot. was there. Yeah, the well, story was great. Were there other great. animated movies? Or some Last of the other year? animated movies? I don't even know. I can't even remember. Maybe there just wasn't enough. <laughs> I've just been thinking about this year. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm like, How to Train Your Dragons 3 should be nominated because <laughs> it was so beautiful. Uh, oh, I'm so excited. Yeah. How to Train Your Dragons 3 is out this weekend, everybody. Yeah, I'm going to be seeing it. I've already seen it. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. I mean, you can check gonna... out the... Yeah. The rest, you know, the rest are just kind of the techno, technical awards that are really kind of hard to and predict, song. especially if you haven't seen the movies. Yeah, and costume design and visual effects. Yeah. So we'll just see. But I'm going to post my um, nominees checklist filled out with what I is predicted to win and what I want <laughs> to win, and we'll see how the points stack up Oh, We'll, we'll be back week. next week, and we're going to be comparing. Oh, yes, for sure. Because I'm, I'm, I'm not going to, you know, I'm, I'm going to take a bow at home and just... Because I do that every year. You know, right. it's fun to see how, how on point you are. Yeah. At Outland, I'm making mine transparent. Go on to so Silver... <laughs> hop on to SilverScreenInsider.com and download the official Silver Screen Insider Oscar ballot. Yeah. It's if you want the, to do the same. All right. Check the announcement section is probably the fastest way you can get it, which is the first box at the top of the page. Find the Oscar um, checklist. It's a PDF. Download it. Print it out. So easy. So easy, everybody. <laughs> Although we did make a mistake on it. We didn't. Kyle did. Kyle did. <laughs> Kyle totally did. Yeah, I'm calling did. you out here, Kyle. In best foreign language, Roma is nominated, not The Square, which was last year's nominee. He just left it off the list by accident. <laughs> Probably forgot to update that part of the, the template. Yeah. So there is a slight mistake on it. We, we Us at Silver Screen Insider is 100%. But, you know, Kyle's out of the office. and so. Well, and he made the checklist. Yeah. It is totally Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those are our predictions yep great trailers go check them out um and we'll be back next week finally putting this oscar stuff behind us well i guess we'll have to talk about the results we'll have but after that it'll finally be done and the train wreck of a show that's gonna happen Ooh, i'm so excited i'm so excited the hostless train wreck (laughs) that we are gonna see 
Oh. I just hope somebody falls on the stairs like Jennifer Lawrence did. I hope it's not Jennifer Lawrence, though. Well, why would she's, she walk yeah, up there? She's not, but, you know, maybe she's, she's presenting. Present, yeah, she's presenting a thing. And she's like, oops. <laughs> oops. But pretend to fall for the seventh time. It's still just as funny. It was pretty funny the first time. Okay. All right. Well, take care. Have a good weekend. <laughs> Enjoy Stay warm. the Oscars. <laughs>